You're listening to the Restored Minds Podcast, episode number 68. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about pure OCD and specifically the fear of unwanted violent images or unwanted violent thoughts in your head. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to cover some basic, um, you know, high level stuff about this fear, as well as talk about some case studies and the treatment process. So thank you so much for tuning in and I hope you enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and on this show, I share helpful strategies to help you overcome common mental health challenges. After years of working with others and navigating my own personal struggles, I know real transformation starts from within. And when people are able to heal as individuals, they bring that restoration into their families, friendships, and communities, which is why a restored mind is the beginning of a restored world. Welcome to the Restored Mind Show. All right. Hey there, and welcome to another episode. Um, in today's show, we are going to talk about pure OCD, and uh, specifically, we're going to talk about the fear of having the unwanted violent thoughts or kind of like horrific images in your mind, right? And, um, you know, the goal of this particular um, episode is really just to kind of understand what it is, and, and I'm going to offer some kind of case studies as well, and then really how we go about, uh, you know, treating this or working, you know, working through this. So um, when you're talking about having these unwanted violent thoughts and specifically like the fear of even having these, right? So like there's having them and there's like the fear of like, what if they pop up, right? So, I mean, there's kind of like two layers there that I want to just point out to start off. But um, when we talk about these thoughts, the first thing that we need to recognize, right, is this idea of um, in the in the pure O category. One of the ways that we recognize them as as the problem is is the fear of the thoughts is because the thoughts are what we call ego dystonic, and that means that they aren't a representation of what the person really wants for themselves or what they they want to do, right? So when someone's having, so let's go ahead and like you know um, talk about some some different thoughts that people have. Well, and again, like to. To start off, like one of the first things that I want to say is, it's these thoughts are actually very common. You know, people without um, OCD and anxiety have these kind of thoughts too. the The difference is not in having the thought itself; it's in the overreaction that we have to it that then drives the compulsion or the safety behavior that then causes the loop to build, and so the thoughts happen more, the anxiety gets heavier, <clears throat> and. Um, and we do more and more behaviors, right? And that's that loop that we get caught in. So some of the thoughts could be things like, you know, fear of hurting a loved one, right? Like this is very common. It happens all the time with um, like mothers and fathers hurting their children, right? They have these ideas that pop in their head, like, what if I hurt my child? And usually they'll have very, very specific things that they, they'll worry about. So it might be a mother worrying that she might smother her young infant, right? Like what if I took a pillow and just smothered them, right? And it, it's so disturbing that there's this this reaction to it, right? And obviously that's a disturbing thought. No one would want to do that. But what because because the thought even entered the person's mind, they they see that as such like a like there's I, I can't believe my mind would come up with that. And that's what causes the reaction, which then causes the safety behavior of let's say avoiding touching your baby and then or holding them. And then that causes relief, but then the thought keeps popping up and it just builds and builds and builds, right? Someone who, you know, like actually does that, those thoughts don't cause that adverse reaction, right? Like, you know, and that's that's what I mean between um ego dystonic and ego syntonic, right? Obviously there are situations where that has happened. 
but when those thoughts are popping into that person's mind, those thoughts are egocentric. They're things that that person, you know, like not, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't cause that extreme distress, right? Which is why though, you know, certain, you know, very, very, very small percentage, um, of people will actually follow out on that. Right. And that, and that's, and that's where, um, you know, most of the anxiety comes up, right. Is that they'll read, you know, stories about these things actually happening. You know, I remember when, um, one of my first real experiences with, um, OCD, you know, when I was younger, when I was like 10, right? And for those of you who don't know who, um, you know, haven't been, you know, following me for, for any length of time, um, you know, I'm pretty transparent about I had my own struggle with OCD, right? Um, when I was younger, and which led me, you know, to obviously creating all this. But um, I had this fear, I was watching the news, and there was this, uh, like, something happened on the news where this guy, basically, um, he, he was worried that he might, or I'm sorry, that he killed his wife or something when he was sleepwalking and i had this fear like well i sleepwalk sometimes and i don't remember it's like what if i did that right and and that what if is what we're looking for there right because it's like this this future anticipation about something bad happening but when we're having these um you know kind of violent thoughts pop up right in other other instances might be things like you know, fear of hurting yourself. They might just be violent images in general, like just, just kind of gross images, maybe something you saw in a movie or just like a violent image of, um, you know, death or, you know, pain, you know, something like that. Right. It doesn't, and and here's the thing to remember, it doesn't matter what the specific content is. It's so important that we go back to that because if we think that this this is a violence problem or like, you know, serial killer problem or a death problem, right. Um, we're gonna we're gonna treat it the wrong way right what this is is with with ocd and anxiety what happens is is that our mind produces you know disturbing thoughts and it does so in in order to try to you know quote keep us safe but the paradox is is that the thoughts aren't threatening but but the whole paradox is is because we react to them as if they're threatening right with the stress response and then we do safety behaviors that then you know try to neutralize the thoughts so things like thought replacement thought suppression, avoiding, you know, sharp objects because we might use them, right? We might snap and, you know, impulsively do something, um, you know, avoiding being around people because we're like, you know, I mean, I remember I had one, it was funny. I had a, like a young girl, right. You know, and she was like, as a, as a client and she had this fear, like, what if I just strangled somebody? Right. And, and she was just like the tiny, tiny little thing. Right. And, and it was like, um, you know, and it was like the last thing she ever would ever want to do or do. But it was like, it was funny because like she would sit next to like a, a big person, right. You know, and, and they're like a, a much bigger, stronger person be like, what if I just grabbed them and strangled them? Right. Um, because, because again, with OCD and anxiety, it doesn't operate in logic, right. It operates in that part of our brain, um, prime for survival. And the thing is, is to remember is that these thoughts are egotistonic, and the real problem that we have is not the content of what is going on in our mind, but instead the behaviors that we're doing that are ultimately reinforcing that thought and causing our mind to keep producing it, right? So when we're doing anything to try to get rid of the thought, to um, you know, try to control the thought, to try to make sure that thought doesn't come up, to check to see if that thought's there, anything we're doing like that, that's actually going to create a paradoxical approach and cause that thought to come up more and more, right? So when we talk about the fear of violent and unwanted thoughts, specifically in that realm, you know, of like what we, what some people call pure OCD, 
and you'll, you know, and I've been pretty, really clear about this. It's like, I don't believe in pure OCD because it, it implies the idea that it's only thoughts, right? It's purely obsessional. And that's just never the case. There's always behaviors and a lot of them are just mental. And that's why it's so important to make sure we identify what the mental behaviors are um, and really making sure that we're not doing anything to keep that loop going. Because really this isn't a problem of the actual thoughts or the contents of the thoughts, right? So, and I know this is like a radical idea for most people when I tell them, it's like, you don't have a thought problem, right? You, and you don't, it's not, it's definitely not the content of the thought. So you're not like a serial killer or something like that. But it's also not a thought problem. What we have is a behavior problem. And the more and more you engage in these behaviors, the worse and worse this loop gets because it's just going to build and build and build. So, um, so understanding that is is really so so critical. And over at you know, thank you for taking the time to watch this video. Several resources. If you for found you, it helpful, chances are someone else will too. And we really appreciate your support by liking and subscribing, and also sharing this video on your social media platforms. Also, if you're looking for additional help, some resources right down in the links below. You know, our um, meditations for so OCD and anxiety and, um, and, and, and all of the other resources that we have. So, you know, I have some links down in the notes here. So if you struggle with this, please go check those out. Um, we have some free resources for you as well as, um, you know, our trainings and coachings and all that as well. So um, and if you found this helpful, please uh, like and subscribe. Um, we really appreciate all your support. Comment. Let us know if there's something that you would want us to create, um, a, you know, uh, an episode on. Because, again, we, we always want to do whatever we can to get this this information out to people to, to, that will help them. So thank you so much much for tuning in this week and i hope you guys have a great week and i'll see you soon bye thank you for listening to this episode if you found it helpful chances are others will too so if you would please do me a favor and show your support by subscribing and also sharing this with others via your social media i would really appreciate it also, if you're looking for a higher level of support on your journey, I have some links to some free resources down in the notes. And we also host live digital workshops and trainings over at RestoredMinds.com. Lastly, if you have any questions, I'm here to assist. You can email me questions at support at RestoredMinds.com, and I might even use your question for a future episode. Thanks again for listening, and I hope to see you soon.